You're listening to 10 Beers in 10 Minutes from Johnson Brothers Mutual Distributing Company of North Carolina. All right, welcome to episode two. We've got Michael and Catherine. Hey. And Adrian. Hello. All right, we're going to roll through, give you 10 beers in 10 minutes. I'm going to kick things off with Zunder Trappist 8. This is one of those beers that you kind of really need to drink slowly and let the flavors develop. I, I had one last night uh, doing research for the podcast. I like to be prepared. Um, uh, I really enjoyed it. On the nose, you definitely get kind of those floral and caramel sweetness notes that you might expect, and they really carry, carry through on the flavor. Um, the one surprise for me in this beer and that I really, really enjoyed was kind of the subtle hoppy bitterness that really kind of provided balance to the overall beer. Um, you know, it's cool. It's a Trappist brewery. I think there's 11 Trappist breweries in the world at this point. So that's cool. Monks, uh, monks make good beer, obviously. So it's kind of a fun beer that we're getting to play with these days. And I'm going to jump off of that and talk about another beer that is uh, brewed by monks going dating back to the 1600s in Germany. And that is Benedictin or Hefeweizen. It is a the newest beer that we are getting from them out of Bitburger importing. And it's a traditional German Hefeweizen that was brewed by monks, but was able to be brought to the global market by the partnership with Bitburger, which is pretty cool. Um, I love Hefeweizens in winter. It's a more plush, full body, round style of wheat. You get a lot of clove and banana. So those spices, I feel, really kind of play along with the spices that you see in a lot of the foods this time of year. So it's uh, definitely super tasty. We have draft and 16 ounce can, 16.9 ounce can, excuse me. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really cool beer. It's a fun Hefeweizen to have. It's fun. You know, we've been doing more uh, seeing more recently from from that brewery in general uh, being Bitburger, and it's been really kind of fun to to rediscover and revisit those really really quality uh, fun beers. My first beer this week is Lindemann's Frambois. I love this this time of year. I also love giving it as a gift. It is a big fruity, um, bright beer. It's done with fresh raspberries. The other thing I love about it, and I'm not even ashamed of this, is that it pours like a nice reddish purple color, has a pink head. Um, You get lots of raspberry to it, a little bit of acidity, um, and the sparkling finish is great because it keeps your palate nice and clean. Uh, A fun fact about Lindemann's is that it was the first Lambic marketed to the United States. Uh, This is a low ABV beer and I think is great for holidays. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really, really good. Uh, my uh, my second uh, offering here is actually going to be my first of two ciders this week. I'm, I'm I, as we all seem to be. I'm on a cider kick these days, uh, so I want to talk a little bit about Seattle cider uh, basil mint. Uh, I think Seattle cider really brings cool, unique flavor combinations to all their ciders, uh, and this one is one of my favorites in particular. They ferment it on fresh basil and mint, so you get that really fresh, uh, natural, real, for lack of a better kind of word, I guess flavor and their ten, their ciders tend to be a little on the dry end which i really like and what people don't necessarily expect i think people kind of interpret um flavor as sweet and they aren't sweet which is really really cool so all you're getting is this really nice uh off dry cider with a really great flavor of the basil and the mint and i just really enjoy it uh it's it's really been one of my favorites recently i love and seattle my- cider it's really really tasty this time of year and really good with a lot of food as well Absolutely. Um, and I'm going to kick off with the, the domestic beers and go with the Knee Deep Citra Extra Pale Ale. It is called Extra Pale Ale because it's 
clocks in about 7%, where typically most of your American Pale Ales will cap out at a little bit over 6 Um, It's just a really, really tasty beer, 100% citra hopped, a lot of grapefruit, citrus flavors. just has a really nice balance between the malt backbone and the hop bitterness. It's one of the first beers that I ever drank from Knee Deep, and it is still one of my favorites, so pretty excited to get that one back in on draft. Yeah, that's one of those ones where, like, you think about when we first saw Knee Deep in North Carolina, that was one of those foundational first beers, um, mm-hmm. and it's still really, really awesome, and uh, a little little teaser for everybody, we've, they've got some really cool stuff coming next year, uh, some new new items and, and new formats, stuff like that coming next year, uh, but this is just a classic, great, great beer, I say classic, I mean, that makes it sound, it's, we've probably been selling this beer for three whole years, uh, but it's but it's really awesome. My next beer is Samuel Smith's Organic Chocolate Stout. I love this beer. Everywhere you go, everyone knows it. It is a great, true representation of a chocolate stout. It is made with organic cocoa. It's got a big, full body, um, a little bit of some fruity notes to kind of match that big chocolate aroma, big chocolate taste. Um, And it's also certified organic. The thing I love also about the Samuel Smith Organic Chocolate Style is kind of the peanut butter to the jelly of the Lindemann's Frambois. And if you want to get (laughs) real fun, you can add about 10% of that Frambois to the chocolate style and give yourself some chocolate raspberry dessert goodness. That's awesome. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's good all the time. And obviously thinking ahead to, uh, the upcoming, uh, Valentine's day, things like that early next year. That's always one of those things that, that people tend to like to play around with. And, uh, yeah, that's really fun. Uh, so I'm going to head over from, from chocolate to vanilla, uh, Neapolitan beers, I guess. Um, Railhouse vanilla Porter. Uh, I really like this beer seasonal offering from Railhouse and Aberdeen, uh, I like it because it's this robust porter that gives you kind of the subtle coffee and the chocolate that you would want traditionally out of that style. And then it just brings that subtle vanilla um, from that vanilla extract they create using Madagascar vanilla beans. So you get that great vanilla flavor, but it's fairly subtle and really well balanced and doesn't overwhelm the beer. It's a great porter with vanilla. And that's what I really like about it. And again, it's kind of seasonal. So I'm really enjoying having it while it's around. And my final brewery offing is from Innocent Gun. It is their original bourbon barrel-aged scotch ale. I really like this beer this time of year um, across the whole spectrum of their offerings. It's a nice malty backbone that's more toffee and kind of caramel flavors. So it's an alternative to some of the really robust stouts that you're seeing. And it has a unique bourbon barrel-aging method that gives a nice impartment of barrel flavors and vanilla and toast and smoke. But it's not over the top and it doesn't lend to a very boozy beer because typically the time of year a lot of the bourbon barrel aged beers are coming in at 10 plus percent and this one's right over six it's very drinkable it's something that i think because it doesn't have a lot of hop notes on it being a scotch ale it's very inviting to people who might drink spirits or be newer to craft beer so it's a really nice offering and what's great too is that outside of bottles we also have kegs available and they have a thank you g coupler so you don't need any special slide coupler that you would traditionally need for import so it works well for a vast group of bars and restaurants my last pick this week is the recorder leg mango raspberry cider i have been loving ciders lately and i had this a couple weeks ago and 
the first thing that came to my head was that it tastes exactly like peach gummy rings. You get that <laughs> little bit of um, like sour, super fruity. It's got uh, fruity mango, juicy raspberries. It's the cider is made with a blend of apple and pear juice. And I'm not gonna lie, I also love my spirits. And the thing with Recorder Lake is if you go on their website, they have cocktail suggestions for all the cider too. So you can drink the cider alone, over ice or in a cocktail, which is great. I think something that people are going to start to look forward to on this podcast is Catherine saying, this beer or cider tastes like. <laughs> Listen, I like to relate it to things for you. <laughs> Never boring. Uh, my, my final cider, we, I think we had three total ciders on this podcast. It's my second mm-hmm. one this week. So obviously we're in the cider frame of mind. My final uh, cider that I want to talk about this week is uh, the Cranberry Cider from 1911 established uh, in upstate New York. Uh, you started working with these folks a few months ago. I've really been enjoying all their different offerings. Um, this particular cider, uh, they blend their uh, apples, which you really have to see it. 1911 uh, is is part of Beacon Skiff Apple Orchard. So, you know, if you're listening, you want to Google Be- Beacon Skiff Apple Orchard, you'll see their massive orchards in upstate New York, really beautiful property. So they take their apples and blend that with New England uh, cranberries. And it gives you this really nice balance between sweet and tart. Um, you know, side note for me and kind of why I think I might like this cider so much is my go-to beverage on a flight when they go around and do beverage service is a cran apple cocktail, not cocktail, <laughs> cran apple juice, really. And I think this reminds me of that. It's a much more subtle and refined and balanced version of that. But every time on a flight, it's like, what would you like? Yeah, I'll take a cranberry juice. And there's always that cran apple juice cocktail. And this takes me right there. But again, more balanced, more refined, really, really good. Great for this time of year. I really love the can, too, for what it's worth. It's just a really, really kind of fun cider that they're bringing. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for uh, this week's episode of 12 Beers. 12 Beers. Ten. <laughs> this week's episode of 10 Beers in 10 Minutes. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at MutualNCBeer, on Twitter at MutualNCBeer, and we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.